Buffalo King. Oh shit. <laughs> What's up, bud? Well, here we go again. <laughs> Y'all thought we were finished? Yeah. Oh, this is episode three, boys and girls. Oh yeah, buddy. Wow, How are you doing? Here we go. I'm doing I'm doing great. How are you doing? I'm doing great. I'm sipping on uh, a cup of fourth wave mud right now. Oh nice. And um yeah, I'm chilling on my rooftop and uh yeah, taking in the views right now. That's amazing. Yeah, I'm also I'm glugging back I think some third third wave milky mud. Oh shit, me too. Yeah. Where'd you get that cappuccino? Uh, I got it just at a coffee shop in downtown Gibson's. Good shit. Yeah. What's the scene like there? Like, what what do you got going on in downtown Gibson's? We got uh, mostly retired people out for walks. We got a few, like, a bit of a lunchtime crowd happening. Mm-hmm. I haven't figured out where the subway is here. <laughs> but I suspect it's popping right now with some, like, single guy construction workers yeah. just want to get some value for their money yeah wow yeah i wonder what the scene is like for like a retiree subway like do they have like extra accessible um entranceways wow there's something really interesting about this idea like subway could localize their stores for certain demographics like you ever see like the subway in a Home Depot or a Home Hardware? You ever walk into a Home Depot and you see a subway? No, I've never had that pleasure, actually. Oh, wow. Go, go, on, go on, though. Yeah, so I walked into a Home Depot a while back, and there was a subway, like, at the entrance. And I thought, that's genius, because as we all know, Subway's primary clientele is men in, like, reflective jackets. Um, <laughs> hard hats. <laughs> uh, essential uh, workers. Essential workers, yeah. So... I like where your head's at, though. A retirement community could have a subway if it had a ramp. And, like, the typeface is all, like, bigger letters on the menu. Like, a yep. larger font. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I like this. Um, you would think that there's, like, better seating because of, like, how many, like, utility belts you see at any given time in the subway lineup. Good point. <laughs> yeah, <better> <laughs> <laughs> like, that can't be comfortable. No kidding. Although, you know what I'm happy about is that Subway is not the kind of place where you, like, kind of lounge around and hang out. Like, I think I'm thinking of, like, sub, Subway versus, uh, like, Starbucks. Oh, totally. Can you imagine, like, sitting down at a Subway table and, like, cranking open your MacBook? Social suicide. Yeah. Spending more what? than, like, 10 minutes in there is just not advisable. Mm-hmm. It's a very conflicting brand. Yeah. In that sense. Um it kind of leads me to one of my questions I had for you. Would you ever go to a subway oh, yeah. alone? Would I ever go to a subway alone? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Really? You don't you don't know this, but before I met you, I would freak with <laughs> subway quite a bit. This isn't new to me. This is a lifestyle. Wow, okay. I live fresh. Holy shit. Um because you know but, my hypothesis but, is that it's like just like the most depressing thing it's like pretty much the same thing as hanging out there on your laptop at work you know like why would yeah, you do that it kind of is well let me explain to you how it feels for me to go to subway alone like 
first of all, it's got to be a very particular moment in time. I have to be feeling poor and hungry, like more hungry than normal <laughs> and more poorer than normal. Maybe I like dropped a bunch of money earlier that week on some like a nice candle or like a new scent or something, right? Or like I already like went through my eating out budget because I <laughs> cranked back a few too many cocktails at a nice restaurant. So I'm, I'm feeling a little bit like like my my wallet is empty. So yeah. I have to have that and or at least like the guilt of that obviously always fully loaded mm-hmm. but the guilt of spending can often burden me for days or weeks after a big purchase oh yeah yeah you are that type you don't really so, splurge too much on things i i don't like to splurge unless uh i really really believe in it yeah but i still got, i still got spender's guilt so if i have i wake up one day i got spender's guilt and then also i'm really really hungry maybe i had a busy day i I skipped brekkie. Yeah. I drank mud for breakfast. <laughs> so that's a lethal combo. Spender's guilt and extreme hunger. Yeah. Do you ever get um, order guilt? <laughs> like after a Subway lunch? You're just like, <laughs> you just like hate yourself for what you ordered. Like I'm thinking in your world, you know, like that's kind of like the veggie patty, like is a prime suspect. <laughs> oh, dude, there's literally, I'd rather die than bite into the veggie patty and feel like the freezing cold center. I don't oh know why God, they don't yeah. toast those things more. Yeah. They should, they should um, have... nuke them for like a minute or two. Yeah, they should. <laughs> Do you get uh, Eater's Guild? Um, yeah, it's it's usually when I go overboard on the meat choices, like, or or the sauce choices. Like, if I go for the double meat, which is like a classic, um, you know, maximalist move that I like to pull about the very last yep. second. Um, I usually feel appreciated after that. I guess just like tons of fucking sodium. <laughs> you know so <laughs> it's a waste of yeah i just, I just get so thirsty up. after and then and then also the sauces like if i go too far on the sauces like too many competing flavors you know it's like a boxing ring in my stomach it's fucked the sauces will do that yeah here's here's what happens to me here's what happened when i used to eat meat and i would go into subway and i get any sandwich it doesn't matter which sandwich um i would walk out of the subway after feeling decent but I'd always get about <laughs> 300 meters away from the entrance, about 300 meters every single time. I swear there was never a time this didn't happen. Every single time, about 300 meters away, my body, something would just curdle in my stomach, and then I would let out this really, really, really painful cough, just one big hack. Uh, I don't know where it comes from, and there's only ever one. Yeah. When I switched to veggie subs there and stuff, it didn't happen anymore, but it still happens if I do the Beyond Meat. And it happens if I quattro sauce it. <laughs> so I can't quattro sauce it. <laughs> oh, wow. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's actually, that's actually a good point. Like, I usually do that <laughs> when I leave somewhere. Yeah, just one big hack, and then you feel better. Yeah. Um, do you feel satisfied, though, when you have, like, just veggie meals there? Like, I guess, like, the falafel is pretty filling. Um, you know, I guess that's kind of it. I don't know what else you even can get there, to be honest with you. Yeah, I don't know. Like, do you even taste the meat? Do I? Oh, yeah. It's like <laughs> it's literally what saves the sandwich for me. That's why I'm, like, no I'm fascinated way. by by you because like you managed to find the joy in things like falafel. Well, you and I both know that the vegetables don't mean anything there. Like, even if you took the tomato out of your sandwich and put it on your tongue, you'd still not be able to taste tomato. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that incredible? <laughs> yeah. I wonder at what point of the 
uh, farming process that happens. Like, where, where does it lose all of its yeah. flavor? <laughs> Maybe when they freeze wow. it all. I don't know. Yeah. You know what's crazy? Yeah, How um, they, they say, like, eat fresh. And, like, I don't know what it, there is fresh. Like, what the, when we look at the bin of fluffles at the, at the beginning of the line, it's like, you can see the frost on them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nothing fresh about that. Yeah. Or when they, like, um, have to tear open a new bag of shredded cheese to pour in. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Um, I want to go back to our um, our clientele talk about, like, who's going there. Mm. And I, I had this thought while okay. we were talking about it. Like, do you think that it's a single guy hub because of the one-to-one connection that you make with the sandwich artist? So, like, mm. so like this, like, in fast food especially, like, this does not exist. Like, you never see who's making your food and you never get to interact with the person making it or even really with the person uh, selling it to you. Like you kind of exchange a few words and that's it. Whereas like in Subway, you can actually like develop a relationship with your Subway artist, your sandwich artist. And as you move down the line of like creating your sandwich, you kind of like, that is like kind of cheeky back and forth with them. And like, I'm sure for a lot of people, like that's like the only interaction they get. Right. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah. So it's so what you're suggesting is that the uh, commissioning the subway <laughs> sandwich artist is a means of forming a relationship in a very lonely life. Yeah. So for someone who has a very lonely life, yeah. Yeah, and maybe for that lonely person, knowing that they can leave at any point is like a sense of like is like a comforting feeling for them. Yeah. Wow. Can you imagine having to be? just like a sandwich artist and also like a counselor at the same time wow yeah are you basically I guess that's a, how a lot of bartenders feel <laughs> <laughs> it's like i'm paying for your temporary love <laughs> and sauce, <laughs> sauce. Yeah. unlimited vegetables yeah um, <laughs> yeah that's an interesting thought see i i i could you could frame it that way i actually feel like subway's clientele is like the way it is because like in the blue collar like world you don't get a lot of like opportunities professionally to flex like (laughs) your brain your brain you know you don't get to like do a lot of like creative thinking you don't get to like have creative control over things Mm -hmm. or like just have things just the way you want you know you're always like doing someone else's bidding yeah and i think like what subway does is it's a chance for people to feel intellectually stimulated at lunch Yes, you're actually so right about that. Um, it's like if I'm, I don't know, like a construction worker or like somebody holding like a stop sign somewhere, it's like all I get to do is stand there. But when I'm in Subway, I can have like a voice. I think that's really powerful. Yeah, yeah. I think it's so important for everyone to have, and no matter who you are, you walk in a Subway, you get the same voice as anyone else that walks in. It's so democratic in that sense. Yeah, it's so true. It's like, and people listen. Yeah, <laughs> they have to. <laughs> they don't listen good, but <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. It, you're right. It's very democratic. So, Go on. So who do you think? Who do you think is like? I feel like there's like Subway's like missing a type of clientele. Like who's missing from Subway? Who doesn't go to Subway that should be going? Oh, okay. Um. Oh. That's a good question. I don't know. I, I'm I'm trying to think like, well, like the creative class. 
Like, mm-hmm. I think the reason why we gravitate towards it is because, like, we obviously work in a large organization where, you know, you there's lots of checks and balances when you create something, and you can't just kind of do what you want. You have to like, there's like tons of stakeholders and everything, right? Mm-hmm. So when we go to Subway, it's like we are the only stakeholder, and right. we get to just fully have creative expression. So that's like, like a nice outlet for us. Um, yeah. So I don't know. Like, I feel like anyone in the world can benefit from going to Subway. I think so too. And I think like, actually the creative class should be going there more, but for some reason the creative class is so damn pretentious, you know, so pretentious Yeah. that it won't even consider it, but it's missing this like, it's Subway's just a palette. It's just like a palette of paint, you know? Yeah. And, and even we're, we're guilty of it. Like, like the end of this call, we were talking about how we're sipping on fourth wave mud. Like not, not to yeah, be confused with definitely some, third wave. Not to be confused with some <laughs> fucking Folgers, okay? Like I don't I don't play that. Yeah. But yeah, this ain't the Bucks. Yeah, but I will uh you know fuck with little herbs and cheese on my lunch break. I don't mind. I have to be uh, humble cheese, sometimes. Crazy. <laughs> crazy that the most specialty bread's the most popular. We hinted at that last episode, but that's still weird. Yeah. Yeah, the new default. The new default. Um, here's the here's the uh demographic that i'm surprised i don't see at subway more often like young families why aren't there more young families at subway maybe it's just the locations i go to if there's any viewers on the horn right now that go to subways that are very family centric i'd love to hear you in the comments (laughs) reach out tell us your story (laughs) (laughs) yeah why and then tell us why you go there like i really want to know like uh, when it comes to like children, like do you like order for your kids, or do they do you let them just have you know free reign over what they want? That could be a dangerous slope. Totally, yeah. Can you imagine like having the imagination of a child just like working those sandwich artists? Yeah, just like working them, you know. Yeah, and then like can I get double bread? What does that even mean? Yeah, and imagine being a subway sandwich artist, listening to a ten-year-old tell you what to do. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how could you make their life even harder yeah yeah oh i i do um you know with this whole situation now of like staying home as much as possible i do miss that cheeky back and forth we used to have with with our local subway uh patron <laughs> yeah so when we get this pod live going in the subway i think it'll really improve so any listeners out there that are uninterested in this just come back next season yeah exactly stay tuned for season two where we uh, film on location yeah (laughs) yeah it'll be a lot better yeah it's like the kardashians and then like and then like kardashians take miami or whatever yeah totally it's like the the pod yeah the think fresh boys take subway (laughs) i feel like this though the core is the spinoff we're starting with the spinoff yeah this feels like the uh interlude almost like the intro yeah, this it's like the I like to think of it as more like the panini. This is like we're we're doing something that we shouldn't be doing. Yeah. We should just be doing the footlongs. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Panini. That's something a ten year. I feel like ten year old kids all work at HQ at Subway. Like, how else are they going to come up with like the idea of panini or like mac and cheese? Yeah, like that's a that's a child coming up with these ideas. Yeah, like a child thinks like, oh, let's put tomato sauce on the outside of the bread <laughs> oh <laughs> like a panini my god it. do you remember the, the pizza sub 
<laughs> pizza sub. Okay, tell our viewers about the pizza sub. Holy shit, I have no clue if this is like a Japantown special or what, but it's like the most disgusting bread choice or sandwich style, I guess, I've ever had at Subway. So basically, it's literally just a white bun, but with like dry tomato sauce, like spread on top, and like a handful of like mozzarella, I guess. I don't know. It, mm-hmm. it, it's just like Choked to the outside <laughs> to the outside <laughs> and laminated on the back <laughs> and it's like uh, i don't know you when you think pizza sub at subway you think of like you know the, the salami with the cheese melted on top and it's nice and toasted but this thing is like inverted and it makes zero sense like well, who thought that would be a good idea it's terrible and like the the most redeeming quality of eating the bread especially if you go like Maybe like the white or like the Parmesan oregano breads that have like a nice oily crispy exterior yeah. is that they really maintain their shape during the meal. But if you smother the outside in melted cheese and sauce, yeah. then you get like mushy outside, mushy inside, mush on mush. Yeah. Not only that, but like, you know, one of the best things about Subway is that your hands stay like relatively clean until you get to the end. But like mm-hmm. with the pizza, when your hands are dirty off the rip, it's like... As soon as you as soon as you touch the bun, it's like your hands are covered in sauce. Like it's oh, just like yeah. not usable. Like the usability on that sandwich is way bad. Terrible usability. I don't I don't think I I'll ever get that again. Yeah. Can you can you speak on the um thought process behind you you ordering the pizza or like trying to craft a pizza at Subway using the wrap? Or was it the flatbread? Yeah, it was the flatbread. So yeah, I tried making a pizza a little while back. <laughs> um here here's here's how I built it. I took flatbread then tomato sauce or like marinara sauce on top a little bit of like olive oil aioli what's that garlic aioli garlic oil yep extra cheese all across a little bit of like a little bit of green pepper and a little bit of spinach maybe (laughs) uh, a few olives and then i asked them to like not toast it till the very end and like toast it open face <laughs> so they kind of put it in like a pizza <laughs> but it just like came out this like goopy like it was like it felt like a, like an old rag yeah <laughs> you like pick it up <laughs> yeah you know what i think one of the fatal flaws was you should have got it double toasted yeah i should have got it double toasted because i think That's it's smart. like um like when they toast the bread or the sandwich, it's kind of like doing it like medium rare. Like it's not gonna like make it crispy. It's gonna just kind of warm it up. Mm. So yeah, and you want your toast or your uh, crust to be like really crispy, I guess. So it's almost like double toast the flatbread, pop it out, fill it with ingredients, and toast it even a third time. Ooh, maybe yeah, or even just like nuke it like immediately. You know, just like yeah. make the pizza, throw it in. I'm thinking of like a frozen pizza, you know. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's smart. Yeah. Um, Anyways, tasted like crap. I wouldn't recommend it. Yeah. Honestly, it, I feel like it needs meat for it to, like, be, like, a better pizza, you know? And it, for it yeah. to resemble I mean, a pizza more, I guess. If you built it, you could have put some pepperoni slices on there. That's what I'm thinking, yeah. That would have really made a difference. Yeah. And even just, like, cheese, pepperoni, and, then like, some olives on top. Like, that would look like a really good pizza. Yeah, especially if, like, the sandwich artist understood your vision and could, like, help you achieve it. Yeah. Like, they had no idea what I was asking of them. Yeah. I should have, like, given them a blueprint or, like, <laughs> yeah. some sort of, like... <laughs> That's actually my biggest gripe with them. Like, they clearly 
do not want to be there and it's like like we have so much fun like creating and having that be mm-hmm. like a creative space and they don't yeah. they never share that same vision like they kind of just like want no. it to be done like i'm thinking of what no we put um, the pizza <laughs> or not the pizza the bun oh yeah like that was like that was weird like they were kind of like laughing at us not with us <laughs> Yeah, so for our loyal viewers, what we chose to do at the beginning of the order was add a little bit of crunch by grabbing a bag of chips from the front rack, opening it up, and putting some of those chips in the sandwich. The intent was to add a new texture or, like, kind of t- uh, textural experience. It was all about mouthfeel, but they didn't understand it at all. Yeah. I was so full. <laughs> yeah, me too. That was a good one. Yeah. Oh, another – like, the pizza was a failure, like – if you're gonna go pizza subway, just get the freaking pizza sub. Don't don't make your own. But what did work really good was when we made the subway hamburger. Do you want to tell our loyal viewers oh, about the subway yeah, hamburger? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah okay, yeah. <laughs> this is um a clutch one. So, well, okay. So the what the way I did it, and there's there's two methods to this. So the first one is to get the meatball, um, no marinara, and get them to like flatten the meatball, kind of like a like a smashed hamburger. So you like mm. do that like several times in the sandwich. And then that's like your meat base, right? Or you can get the steak and cheese. And you just get the like steak going with the cheese melted on top. And then just like style it like you would a hamburger. So like lettuce, tomato, pickle, um, maybe like mayo, ketchup, hot sauce kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And that tastes really, really good. Um, but the thing I'm most proud about is the chicken parmigiana that I made. Remember that one? <laughs> Oh, yeah, the chicken parmigiana. <laughs> that was beautiful. Yeah. So chicken base with tomato sauce drizzled on top, um, cheese melted, and then, like, light sauce at the end to just finish her off. And oregano and the least know, garlic oil. Yeah. Literally, like, eating yeah. it at Olive Garden. <laughs> it was straight out of Tuscany. That was a great, that was a great <laughs> sandwich. Yeah. I put that in top five sandwiches that I've seen come out of Subway. Yeah. That was probably my my number one but the hamburger was really cool like a smush ball base with just like all of your hamburger sauces it tastes like a burger that was incredible yeah you should do it with the um beyond meat like beyond meatball yeah i'll give that a try just get them to flatten that that's a good idea <laughs> wow time flies today we're already coming up on a minute and a half we didn't even do intros dude we were rolling today this i feel like this is a really we good were one rolling. Is there um, anything you want to leave our loyal listeners with in the next minute? Oh, man, I don't know. I guess kind of touching on one of our earlier topics, I would say, you know, when you go there, be aware of um, the people you're there with, you know, respect your Subway sandwich artist and try to create that connection with them, make their day because, you know, they don't want to be doing that job. They don't want to be sitting there folding <laughs> lettuce on your on your fucking ham sandwich okay so yeah. you know show some respect and be nice and <laughs> show some respect and yeah just, you know be a good human what, what, what totally. about you what about you I, I, no i totally believe respect is mutual if you can respect your sandwich artist they might just like throw an extra tom tom on your sandwich <laughs> who knows you know yeah like so much of being a good leader is like making the people beneath you motivated and inspired beneath you and that's wow. what i, I think we gotta do that i would say you think I, I put them up on a pedestal man you think that they are above us uh, but we're the commissioner we're the commissioner but you know i always have respect for the artist 
fair. It's it's mutual then. I won't say Beniki. That was wrong. <laughs> it's it's a mutual uh, codependence. Yeah, I fully agree with that. All right, King. All right, Chief. That's time. It's been a good one. Have a have a fresh yeah. day. <laughs> <laughs> and remember, think fresh. Wow. Okay. <laughs> All right. See you later. See ya.